faith calls those things, come on, that be not as though they already are. That's right. So, so that's what Jesus is saying to us. He said, when you pray, he didn't say after you see it. He said, when you pray. But then he said, having done all to stand. Now we stand there. What are we waiting for? The manifestation of what we just prayed. Mm -hmm. Well, Father, we thank you this morning for healing school. A wonderful brand new day that you have given us. And we praise you and we thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. So as we look to you and we thank you today in Jesus' name. Father, more healings today. More miracles today. We stretch out on you and we believe you. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead quickened these people's mortal bodies today. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you for delivering every last one of them. From every sickness and every disease. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. We are talking about hear and be healed. Now this is a part. What is this? Part two? Yeah. Yeah. We are in part two today. Hear and be healed. So grab pen and paper. Get ready to take some real good notes because you're going to want to take it. And not only that, why it's on my mind right now, I want to encourage every last one of you to listen to us. Go to our podcast. Every message that you hear in Healing School, you can also hear it again on the podcast. Now, the Bible says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's not enough, folks, to hear it one time. You need to hear it again and again and again. And I guarantee you, let's say you listen to it four times. I guarantee you, you're going to catch something you didn't catch the last time. And it could be the very thing that you need to hear to cause the manifestation of your healing in your body. All right? Amen. So you want to be sure that you do that. And let me tell you how to get to it right now. You go to LarryLDeMinistries.com and you put your mouse over, uh, uh, what is it? Media. Put your mouse over media. And you're going to see podcasts. Click on podcast and choose any uh, lesson you want to hear again. All right? And enjoy the word of God. Because, again, faith come by hearing. You want healing to be healed? Listen to the word again and again and again. And there are many of them there. I think there's about 3,000 of them there, if I'm not mistaken. All right? So you be blessed by them. Amen. All right. We'll begin uh, right here. Praise God. Now, go with me 
to Luke chapter 4. Luke 4, and towards the end of the chapter here, I want you to see how Jesus operated in his ministry. Now, again, the prophet and I, we pray that how the Lord wants us to minister, the reality will come more and more clear to us in the name of Jesus, that we would get to live and experience what the Lord did and how you did it, because you never change. So today, we believe it, we ask for it, and we believe that we receive in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. <coughs> now, The Holy Spirit wants to touch you today, where you live, in your state, in the building, in the home, in the house where you are, uh, in your automobiles, and the quickening power of God will come up on you, and you will say, in the name of Jesus, I'm healed. My eyes just open up. I had COVID, but it's gone now in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we believe God that way today? Yes, we can. Now, you got to believe it, receive it in Jesus' name. Praise God. Now, we are coming into an awesome, good place. We are coming to a higher place, a stronger place in healing. So today, we believe for more healing, greater miracles, more outstanding things that have ever been before because the Lord is our healer. Hmm. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Yeah, he is our healer. So the Lord is our healer. He is the one who healed us. Now, if you read the New Testament, enough to know that healing was a big part of Jesus' ministry. You will see Mark, Luke, John, Acts, healings and healings, thousands and thousands of healings. See, healing is a big part of Jesus' ministry. Why? See, you got people think they got it all figured out. And they say, well, Jesus wanted to prove his divinity. But no, no, a thousand times no. If Jesus wanted to prove his divinity, he would have certainly done differently in his own hometown. I mean, what do you want to look good at than in your own hometown? The Bible says in his own hometown, He could not there. It didn't say he didn't decide to. It said he could not do any mighty work. And it was because of their unbelief. Now, the healings happen if it just operates, the healing power of God just operates because he's God. That would have been a perfect place. But listen. Jesus would have asked for some blind people 
it would have been the perfect opportunity to show his divinity if that's what he was doing, but that's not what he did. The scripture says there were no mighty works done because people's unbelief. Now, what you do see, and prophet, jump in any way you want. So we're in Luke 4 and what? That's the last three verses. Okay, Luke 4, and starting at verse 42? Yes. Through 44, okay. Yes. Okay. Got it? Yes, I'm there. I was just waiting for the verse. All right. Now, when people come up and say, have mercy upon us to Jesus, Jesus asked him, do you believe this can happen? Do you believe I can do this? Why ask him that if it's just Jesus doing something? Mm -hmm. See, it's not a factor. He's going to do it whether or not. But religion has come up with these ideas, prophet. And some of these are actually doctrines of devils to blind the people from seeing the truth so that we won't have these same miracles in our lives and our churches that Jesus did when he walked the first of the earth. But we are not ignorant of the devil's devices. We can see the glorious truth that there's nothing impossible for God because God has not changed and all things are possible to you that believe. Amen. Now, Luke 4, praise you, Jesus. Now, let, let me get here. Now, if you've been with me, at any time, folks, let me tell you, pay attention to words here. See, we need to lay hold on the word of God. So be it. Praise God. Amen. Now, healings like popcorn popping prophet, we believe in God big here. See, listen. When you leave this class today, you can be totally made whole. Glory to Jesus. Now, you see, they got they got microwaves today, and you hear pop, 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 pop. See, it just starts breaking out. And then before you know it, it's just popping everywhere. See, what are we saying? God wants you healed. Somebody said, Lord, let it be in my house today. Like popcorn popping. Give glory to yourself, Lord, and we'll tell everybody about it. Somebody's going to get healed today. Somebody's being healed right now, prophet. Amen. Folks, I'm telling you, the spirit of God, see, I'm not the healer. He is the healer who heals us. Are you getting this today? Yeah. He is the Lord. He is the one who said, I'm the Lord that healed you. But do you believe him today? Do you believe him? 
Praise God. Amen. Now, in prayer this morning, while preparing for this class today, folks, let me tell you, I know, better than I know my name, the Spirit of God is here to heal you today. Amen. Yes, it is. Look at Luke 4 and 43. Look at what he said. I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, to them in my sin. Now, the kingdom of God is God's dominion. I want you to catch this. Where God's will, prophet, and power is manifested. Now, that's not over the, the whole entire planet at this time. No, it's not. Satan is called the God of this world right now, but that's soon to change. He's already defeated. In spirit, he's operated as an outlaw because of mankind's ignorance and weakness. But the kingdom of God is working right now. In any believer who yield themselves to him, to the will of the Lord, mm -hmm. and his will to some measure of it is being manifested in your life because we are in the kingdom of God and the kingdom of God is in us. Right. Now, the more you yield to him and the more you believe, this is why he prayed. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, everything, see, if everything that was happening was his will, no sense in praying that. Because there's a whole lot of things that's not his will. See? But where he is believed and his word is received and acted on, God's will will be done and his power manifests. Do you believe that today? Prophet, yeah. what do you say? Well, of course, you know, it's all about faith. It's what we talk about. It's what we preach. It's what we believe. Uh, for example, over in Mark, if I may add a scripture this morning. Come Mark, on. Uh, uh, Mark 11. We talk about so often, uh, Mark 11 up around verse 23. 22 and 23, uh, so specifically, he says, have faith in God. You know, that's our instructions from Jesus. He says, have faith. The Bible says in verse 22, and he answered, Jesus answered and said unto them, have faith in God. Speak to the mountain and tell the mountains to be removed. And to be cast into the sea and have no doubt in our hearts, but believe the things that we say when we pray, then we will have exactly what, what we say. Now that's, that's right. That's, that's the foundation for healing for everything right there is that we must believe it not after we see the manifestation of our healing. And that, I think that's where we miss it a lot, Apostle. We pray and then we ask God to do something and then we don't receive it until after we see it. 
Mm-hmm. But that's not how faith works. No. Faith calls those things, come on, that be not as though they already are. That's right. So, so that's what Jesus is saying to us. He said, when you pray. He didn't say after you see it. He said, when you pray. So let's look at that in, in, in its entirety. Let's look at it a little closer, a little closer today. He said, when you pray. So here you are in your prayer closet. Or you, you know, in prayer is, is you can pray anywhere. You can pray mm-hmm. in the grocery store. You can pray early in the morning as you're lying in your bed. You can pray in your prayer room. You can pray in your prayer closet. But he said, whenever you pray. So let's look at that. I'm praying now, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I thank you for healing my body because you said if I asked you to heal me, then you would. You see, so I'm praying now. And so when I'm finished that prayer, I don't stop my prayer in my prayer by saying, well, let me see if it's going to work. No, we get nothing from God like that. When I'm finished my prayer, I said, thank you, Father. I receive it. Father, thank yes. you. I receive it now in Jesus' name. Now, that's faith. That's how faith works. That's how it works. But then he said, having done all to stand. Now, we stand there. What are we waiting for? The manifestation of what we just prayed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and just continue to believe. Never open your mouth again to say, well, I thought I had, you know, we, we, we go and look at our symptoms again. We revisit the symptoms. You say, well, I still feel sick. I still feel the pain. I still feel the, I still feel kind of warm. I still have, I'm still having problems with, with walking a little, standing up or, be- no, don't open your mouth to say that. Even though the symptoms are still there, faith yes. says we take the answer. We take the blessing now. That's right. So we need to act it out, right? So you just yes. you just go along praising God, thanking God, giving God praise. Yeah, the pain is still there, but I'm still praising God. Why? I just praise the prayer. I just praise the word of God. And so I received it because that's what that's Mark right. 11 tells us to do, right? That's right. It says, have faith in God, verse 22. Well, that's how you have faith in God. You do what he tells you to do, and then you wait for him to do what? Make the, bring the, I mean, cause it to manifest. We're just standing there. So, mm-hmm. yes, I, I see it and I understand it, but we want you to understand it. We want you to get a hold to it because it is God's will for you to be healed. We already right. know that. His his word tells us that. It's his will. So we don't have to say, Father, if it be your will, when we already know what his will is. Absolutely. As it relates to healing, we know what his will is because his words tell us. His word tells us in Mark 11. I mean, in First Peter 2.24, uh, it tells us that's his will. In in uh, uh, I want to say, let's do an old scripture, Old Testament scripture, Isaiah 53.5. It tells us that. We come over into the New Testament, First Peter 2.24. 
We can go back and forth from the old to the new. You will always see the will of God for healing. Mm-hmm. He said, I sent my word and healed you. That's yes. Psalms. Psalms, you see it? That's in the Psalms, 107 and 20. We can go from the old to the new, and God's word doesn't change concerning our healing. That's right. It's his will. Wherever you know, when, it, when you know his word, you know his will. He said, I and my word are one. So we don't have to pray, Father. We shouldn't pray like that when it comes to healing. And we also, we, what we do, Apostle, is we go back and we look at when Jesus prayed that way. You know, he said, Father, if it be your will. But that's because he was praying uh, for a specific situation. He didn't know the will of God there. That's right. And he said, well, not, nevertheless, not my will, Father, but your will be done. But your will be done. Yes. And, and what we, we, we sometimes, we just lump all the prayers together. We shouldn't do that. We talked about that. Uh, and we, we mention it all the time, how we must know the word of God. Yes. On whatever the subject is we're, we're believing for. Now that's the will of God for healing. He wants you to be healed. It is his heart's desire for you to be healed. But we have to follow the instructions. He said, when you pray, you believe it. You don't Mm -hmm. wait to see it. You don't wait to feel like it. You do something that you couldn't do before. You make an effort to do something you couldn't do before and watch God come right alongside you and cause you to walk in that. That's right. That's, That's faith. That's what faith looks like. That's what it looks like. It, it it looks like you acting on the word of God. You just pray and believe in God to do the manifestation. Don't be concerned about how he's going to do it. We shouldn't be. We shouldn't be yeah. concerned about when, even though we, 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 we want it immediately, don't we? Yes, I do. I want it immediately. But one of the things I, I know is that when I've made a faith confession, when I've prayed the word of God over whatever the illness, the illness is, then I have to what? Be patient. Because he said, mm-hmm. what? Haven't done all to stand, stand. Yeah. Just stand there and wait. He said, be patient about it now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who was that? Brother, Brother Hagen would say uh, to us, If you make up your mind, I'm going to stand here, no matter how long it takes, the Lord won't have you standing there very long. You remember that, prophet? I do. Yeah. He said he won't have you standing there waiting very long. And the scripture says, according to your faith, prophet, just like you was just saying, Mm -hmm. according to your faith, be it unto you. See, folks. God can only help you or work through you to the degree that you believe. Hmm. I'll say that again. God can only heal you. He can only work through you to the degree that you believe. This is why Jesus asked those two blind men that followed him in the house. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? 
And they said, mm-hmm. well, yes, Lord. And the Bible said he touched their eyes and they received yeah. their sight. But what was the key? They had to believe. Amen. Yeah, they had to Amen. believe. So when and, we, and you believe, go ahead, prophet. No, and I was about to just add, Apostle, one of the things we have to make sure we're practicing also is the patience, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, because uh, the Bible talks to us plainly about patience. It says, let's look at that. Can we look at that? James chapter 1. And right. let's look at let's look at James chapter 1 and uh, verse 4, starting at verse 4. It says, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting what? Wanting nothing. You see That's it? Right. Let patience have her perfect work. What is, what is the perfect work? Uh, but, you know, we must make sure that we are being patient after we've done all that God has required us to do now. He said, let patience have our perfect work. Be assured mm-hmm. and understand that the trial and proving of your faith bring out endurance and steadfastness and patience. Yes. That's verse, that's verse three in James chapter one. And I read that one from the Amplified. Amen. From the King James, verse 3 says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith work it what? Patience. Patience. You see it? But let patience have a perfect work. So we sure. get so impatient, and that's, that's understandable. I get impatient sometimes myself as well. Oh, see, because when we do come into the knowledge of the word of God, which is where a lot of us miss it, we don't know the word, then we tend to act out our feelings. And that's not, that's normal, right? We act out our feelings when we don't, where the will of God is not known, there's always going to be chaos. Where the will of God is not knowing, there's always going to be confusion. Where the will of God is not knowing, known, there's always going to be what? All kinds of destruction, confusion, and all kinds of things going on because we don't know the word of God. But the minute when we do come into the knowledge of the truth, and we know you will follow it because you're born again. God mm-hmm. loves you so much, and he wants you to have the best. Yes. What is the best for us? It is certainly not our finances. It is certainly not our riches. It's certainly not, you know, our fine homes and our wonderful automobiles and businesses and the wealth that we build up in the world. Those are luxury uh, things. God wants us to live comfortable. But the best thing that you own, child of God, the most precious, precious uh, uh, possession that you have is when you know the word of God. That's right. You see, we talk, we speak, The you know, we hear people say, well, you know, the truth makes you free. Yeah, that's one version of it. But this is what the Bible says. The Bible says you shall know the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See? And then that truth that you know will make you free. That's right. You see it? You shall know the truth. Well, what is the truth on healing? 
What is the truth about my healing? What is it I'm missing? What is, what, you see, God, and then he tells us, okay, study. Don't get in a hurry. Don't get in a, a big fluster about it or mustered up and confused and, you know, worried about it. That's the last thing he wants us to do is to worry. But he says, yeah. come to me and seek my word. Study my word. Make yourselves acquainted with my word. And then once yeah. you know the word, now he wants us to what? Meditate on that word. Yeah. And it, and, and, and we constantly stress this apostle, uh, over and over again. It's great to, to, to have the Bibles in every room of the house. That's good mm-hmm. in your automobile. Mm-hmm. We have it on our, we have it on our cell phones, our, our laptops, our desktops. We have the word of God written everywhere. And that's great, right? That's modern technology. We very seldom see people carrying the actual Bible because they have it in their cell phones, in their iPads, their laptops, whatever. We have it everywhere. But child of God, the best place for you to have the word of God is written on the tables of your heart. That's right. That's the best place. And it takes time. But I promise you, if you will be consistent with it every day, just giving a few minutes, a few minutes to the study of the word of God, to reading the word Mm -hmm. of God before long, Mm -hmm. you won't have to open the Bible anymore. Just open your heart. Open your mouth and it'll just flow out of your mouth. You could be riding down the highway and, and you just start saying, Father, I, and, and a pain hits your body. You're behind that wheel and you need to be composed. You can't just go into a panic because something has hit your body. No, I promise you, if you will just start, just let your mind focus on, let your heart panic, just go inside, turn inwardly and just let it flow up out of you. Father, thank you. I praise you that Jesus was wounded for my transgression. Yes, he was bruised for my guilt and my iniquities. And the chastisement of my peace was upon him. And Father, thank you that with the stripes of Jesus, I know that I'm healed. Whatever this pain is, your word says in 1 Peter 2.24, I am healed. And I receive it. I was healed and I'm healed today. And I thank you right there in your automobile. What's happening? That, that word, the word of God is flowing up out of your heart through your mouth. And now your body is going to respond to what you are speaking over your body. Are you listening to me? Yes. And that's That's why it's so good to have that word just on the inside of you. Sometimes we can't get to our Bibles. Sometimes we can't get to the cell phone. Sometimes you just have to have it just flowing up out of you because the Bible says out of the abundance of your heart, come on, your mouth will do what? It will speak. It will speak the word of God. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, once that happens, Satan's in trouble. He knows he's in trouble. He knows that you are, you know, he's no match for you now. He knows that, that, you know, I can hear danger, danger. Yes, because he doesn't know whether he's dealing with you or with Jesus. That's right. Come on, somebody. And see, once you get it like that, once you get that word in you like that, in you, now your faith is going to rise. Your faith is going to rise. That's and right. that's what that's the ingredients for your healing right there. 
is speaking the word of God in faith. Not yes. in doubt, not trying. You know, when we approach the word of God with a let me see attitude, we may as well just go sit down. My father in the conference would say that. He'd say, well, go sit down and come back when you're ready. You know, he would have the prayer line going. He'd say, what's going to happen when I lay my hands on you? And every, most people will say, I'll be healed. I'll be healed. And he would just say, in the name of the Lord Jesus, and just hit them right quick with that word, and they're healed. So it's not just what he did. It's what that person did as well. That person That's released right. their faith. They said, I thank you. I'm healed. I know that I'll heal. I know that I'll, I know that I'll be healed. Just lay your hands on me. And yes. usually that person would leave that prayer line and they're healed. Now, then someone else would come and say, right behind them. And he would say, well, what's going to happen when I lay my hands on you? He said, well, I don't know. I, I think I might be. I'm going to see. And he would say immediately, well, no, go sit down. Go sit down until you're ready. Because right now you're not ready. That's right. He said, just go sit over there and observe a little, a little more. Keep watching everybody else in the prayer line. Watch what they do. And that person usually would go and sit and sit and sit and watch other people come. And then that person would jump up. Sometimes usually you would see them jump up. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, just, just lay your hands on me. Now I'm ready. I'm ready. See, what happened? Their faith kicked in. Yes. You see, their faith came alive. Because the word of God causes us to what? It causes our faith to grow. And that's why we must learn the word of God. The words of, uh, you know, just any old word, the word of God is, is, is alive. It's different from any other book you can read. The Bible is alive. That's right. The words of the Bible are very much alive. And so we must have faith in what God says. That's why I love Mark 11, 22, 23. I mean, and you can put 24 in there. I'm going to quote it right now. It just says in 22, it says, and Jesus answered and said unto them, have faith in God. 23 Mm -hmm. starts like this. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed. Be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt. See, there's that, there's a key right there and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. And verse 24 yes. goes on to, to solidify it by saying, therefore I say unto you, what things shall you desire when you pray? Believe that you receive them and what? You shall have them. See, yes. that is the key to our healing right there. Doubt in your heart. He says, do not doubt in your heart. And I shared a little bit uh, along those lines. I think it was last Saturday. If not, you know, uh, if it wasn't on the prayer line, I said it shared with someone. We we had so many different venues where we met, where we ministered. But let me say it again here. What he was saying was, don't doubt in your heart. But you can have doubt in your head. Most of us do. We have doubt in our head all the time. Mm-hmm. And the difference is when you when you have doubt in your head, that's the beginning point. That's the entrance level. That's where Satan starts to win us over. He's putting these thoughts in our mind, hoping that we will let it go down into our heart. And then once it get in your heart, the Bible says out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth is going to speak what's in your heart. That's right. And, and that's where 
you will lose the battle right there. Satan knows he's got you. You mm-hmm. see it? So doubt yes. in your heart is different from doubt in your head. So let me just share this with you. A, a, a thought unspoken, the doubtful thoughts that are not spoken, they will do what, Apostle? They will die unborn. They will die unborn. You see it? Thoughts that are not spoken. Satan's hitting you up all the time with these thoughts. Oh, you're not going to get your healing. You're wasting your time. You know, you're not in faith. You think you're in faith. You know you're not in faith. I know you're not in faith. You know you're not in faith. You're just wasting your time. See, those are thoughts from Satan. Yes. Those are the kinds of thoughts he hit us up with all the time. And he hit you, he did the same thing to Jesus. If you remember, he said, if you will, you know, just worship me, I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world. He was trying to tempt Jesus with all those thoughts. Remember? Yeah. If you would just bow down and worship me. So if he tempted Jesus with that kind of thinking, child of God, won't he, won't he tempt us the same? Sure he will. But Jesus, how did he respond? What did he say? He, he it, spoke the word of God. He spoke the word. It is written. Come on, Apostle, you got it. That's right. It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. That's what he said. You see? And that's what you have to do. You yeah. don't speak what he's saying to you. You don't speak those thoughts, but that's what we've been doing because, again, we have not been taught. We don't know. And so, naturally, you, your friend come along, you go to work or whatever, you uh, go into the neighborhood, go into the beauty parlor, the barbershop, I don't know, nail, wherever you're going, someone asks you, and don't, let me tell you, Satan will set you up. He knows he's got those thoughts going on in your mind already. He'll not have someone to come and ask you, hey, how you feeling today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see it? That's a trap. Because right. if, you are not, if you are not, if you are not taught spiritually, you are going to, you're going to lean to the physical and natural side all the time. Mm-hmm. And you, mm-hmm. you're going to say what you're feeling. Oh, man, I'm not feeling good today, I tell you. I don't know. My bursitis is bothering me. My back is bothering me. You know, I, I went to the doctor and the doctor said I got COVID-19 or, you know, I, I got this Delta variant. And, you, you know, just man, the doctor said I got cancer. Oh, you, you, you're going to go there. You, you're going to go there because that's the way we pro. That's the way we have been taught to respond. But now when we are spiritually taught. Here's the way I respond. I was trained to respond. Now, the sickness is still there. The symptoms, rather, are still there in my body. I can feel them. But I was trained by my father in the gospel to say this. So here comes this test coming, this person. How you feeling today? I'm great. (laughs) Taking healing, taking healing, but I'm great. Did you hear the difference? I'm not taking sickness. I'm taking healing. That's the difference. Yes. That's a big difference. See, that's when you're in faith. So if you have to say anything about what you're feeling, 
Just say you're taking healing. Don't say you're taking with the bursitis or with the cancer or with all. No, you're not taking with any of that anymore. You're taking healing. If you must mention it, say that. Mm-hmm. But I don't That's mention right. it at all because I've gotten past that. I don't have to give place to it. I don't give place to it at all, even though sometimes I'm feeling so bad. I'm telling you guys, I feel like I just need to go somewhere and get saved myself. But I don't walk by feelings. No, no, no. I can't walk by those feelings, and neither can you. That's right. Are you listening to me? Born-again Christians who are walking in faith don't walk by feelings anymore. The Bible tells Mm -hmm. us over in Galatians, we walk by faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. Not by feelings. So we can't afford to live over there anymore. Just because yeah. you are having symptoms in your body of pain racking in your body doesn't mean you have to give place to it. I promise you, when you start responding to pain with the word of God, something is going to flee and it will never be the word of God. It will always right. be that pain. When the natural right. meets the supernatural, I promise you, the supernatural will not be the one to flee. It'll always be the natural. Whenever the two come face to face, like oil and water, because they can't mix. It's like this. You walk into a dark room. There's no light on in that room at all. I have a room in my home like that. It's a media room. The walls are black. The floors are black. And all the furniture is black. The curtains are black. The blinds are black. Everything in that room is black. It's a blackout room. Yeah, And sometimes I sit in that room with the doors closed and everything, just meditating and thinking. But the minute you, that darkness is all around me. But the minute I hit that switch on the wall, the light appears. Mm-hmm. And what happened to the darkness? It flee. It left. Right. Because the light walked in. And let me tell you, that's the way it is with the natural and the supernatural. Are you listening to me? That's right. When that supernatural walks in, which is the word of God, the natural will flee. That's right. That pain will leave. It will flee just like that. If you just stay Mm -hmm. with that word without any doubt in your heart. You see, just like the scripture says. And what are we doing? We just, we just. I mean, we're venturing off into the supernatural this morning. That's what we're doing. And I yes. pray, God, you are, you are being blessed by this. I pray, God, you are comprehending and you're getting a good understanding of how to go and what and do it. That's why That's we right. call it healing school, not a Bible, not a, a preaching session. We want to make sure you get a good understanding of how to When you leave the line, when you leave this session, you have good notes and you can go and put this to work in your life. So Satan has been bombarding you and your mind with the thoughts that you are not healed and you will never be healed. You need you can open your mouth and say, Satan, you are a liar and the truth is not in you. Get thee behind me. For the Lord God has given me his word, and I thank you that by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. Are you listening to me? Praise God. 
You are That's getting right. so strong in that word. You're empowered to prosper. Yes, yes, you are. And remember now, let patience have a perfect work. Don't be yes. so excited when you don't see it happen immediately. You got to give place to patience. But I promise you, it is your faith that will heal you. Jesus said to the woman with the issue of blood, daughter, your faith, your faith made you whole. And Praise I want to say this to you this morning. Your faith, you listening to us from wherever you're listening to us from, whatever state you're listening to us in, your faith. Yes, you do. You whatever do country. have faith. Because yes. the Bible says to every man, and that goes for every female as well, have been given the measure, come on, of faith. Yes. You do have faith. But see, your faith is, may not be as strong as the next person's faith. You do have the same measure of faith. But some people will exercise their faith a little more than others. And so you may be on level one. Someone else is on level two. Someone else is on level three. Uh, you see, and so forth. But don't say you don't have faith. Yes, you do. Begin to exercise your faith. Begin to step out on faith. Begin mm -hmm. to develop your faith. You see it? And I promise you, when your faith is developed, when it's more developed than where it is now, your healing will come like that. Just like that. Just like that. Why? You are learning how to exercise your faith. You're learning how to work Mark 11, 22 and 23. You're learning how to, you becoming masters in it. And Satan will stop bothering you in some of those areas because he you know he's lost. And we'll be going back. We don't ever want you to stop taking your medication, but you will go back to the doctors and some of those reports will come back. You know, unbelievable reports, miraculous reports. Yes, that's good. That's right. Because you're developing your faith, your faith. And even when you take your medication in the morning or whenever you take it, take it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah, work faster for you. <laughs> Praise God. That's good. Love it. All right, prophet. Let's go to the telephone. Somebody got healed today. I know you did. Perhaps many of you. Uh, before we go to the phone, I want to tell you this. There's a, uh, a gale in the Czech Republic. She was healed from COVID listening to our podcast. Are y'all getting what I'm saying to you? Amen. Listening to us on the podcast, she got healed from COVID-19. Folks, Amen. the power of God is present to heal. Receive yours right now in the name of Jesus. Amen.